This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Don, if you're going to play classic one-hit wonder songs from the 90s, can you not play the the ones done by country rejects? <laughs> they stole this song. It's a great song. Yeah, it is a great song by the original artist. Even better. This is a this is a grit gruff rough song, and now we're listening to this rascal flats guy singing. Well, you can pick the next song. I want to hear this song by the original artist, and then we'll have a comparison. Okay. <laughs> I just got to remember who sang it. It was a one-hit wonder. Cochran, right? Was it Cochran? Who's singing right now? Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats. These dang country groups. Every every that, good song. That's not a country song, though, right? No. That's not considered country. No, but country bands have no idea what to do, so they just steal popular songs. Mm. Remember when that guy stole I Swear? And everybody thought, oh, this is a great song. Like, All for One did this like four years ago. What's wrong with you people? Tom Cochran. Tom Cochran. They mashup together, it looks like. Well, they probably did make Tom Cochran a lot of money. You heard that um, Tupac uh, cover from a country, it's a country singer singing that um, California Love? No. You haven't heard that? No. It's so funny. There's no way I want to. I want to hear this. But it's good. Well, I'm gonna have to find that. <laughs> this sounds awful. Hey, I'm, done. I'm on it. She said I'm on it. Uh, you probably probably just look up Sam Hunt. He really thinks he's a rapper. Sam Hunt, good though. I like Sam Hunt. A couple man. of his songs are okay, but he thinks he's a rapper. He, well, he he got this little Drake vibe to him. Well, Drake sucks. So that makes no. Sense. You don't like Drake that much, do you? Does Malachi like Drake? He can't like Drake. Yeah, Drake, he, he, Malachi is uh, kind of a... Kids don't like Drake. Drake sucks. <laughs> a lot of kids like Drake, but I can't stand Drake. Hey, hey Eric. You know who like likes Drake? Soldier Boy right now. Drake? Yeah. Drake? You know, who, you know what kids like Drake? The ones that go to county schools. <laughs> kids like hip-hop don't like Drake. Drake hot, man. I like Drake. I like Drake. You because, like everybody. No, well, I do. Tell no. me one popular rapper you don't like. We'll just start with rappers. Rappers. I don't like what's the thug, the young thug or whatever his name is. Well, that's thug. yeah. That's, that's so okay. The, I don't like none of this new stuff. I don't either. Stuff that ain't got stuff. I don't like much man. of it. Yeah, because it, it, it's this new stuff or that. Jimmy Jimmy a rap. I don't do that. Well, you sound like an old man there. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something an old man would say. I can't listen. To <laughs> I don't like stuff. this Jimmy 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 rap. <laughs> You got to say There is no message in, and it's the same complaint about country music. They're just talking about getting girls on tailgate. And then then hip hop is all about women. Yeah, like I like a hip hop with a message. But but it doesn't sound any different from what people said about hip hop when we were growing up because they were like, all they do is cuss. I don't, I haven't totally, that's why I asked AD that question. It's like, there was a message around those cuss words. Almost definitely there was a message around the cuss words. Yeah, yeah. And there's no message anymore. When I, I knew that I was an old guy, quick question. Let's do this segment. When when did you know you were an old person <laughs> or older? 
I knew that I was older or something happened when I was on the bus taking some kids to a football game just because, you know, I wanted yeah. to reach out to the kids or give back to the kids. And I said, well, I wonder what kids listen to. And they, they said something. I said, okay, let's play it. I played and this dude said, I got the Henny and the gas. And I said, why is he drinking Henny and yeah. mixing it with gas? And they got the laughing at me, right? <laughs> and I guess gas now is the new term for marijuana. So I was like, oh, uh, okay. I didn't know that. Well, terminology has changed oh, it's forever. Changed. Oh, it's so different. I mean, what they called marijuana and, and booze in the 70s isn't what it was in the 80s or the 90s. <laughs> right. And that's. And that's crossing racial boundaries. I mean, yeah, there's so definitely. many terms for it because you got to find the you got to find a term to be able to talk about something. Yeah, now, now th- those are both completely legal and in the same boat now. Marijuana and, and alcohol. <laughs> right. They never used to be. You really had to hide if you were yeah. a fan of uh, of one of those. Um, I don't know if I had that one moment because when I was 28, I started covering high school sports. Mm-hmm. So. I, I I never hung out with, but I mean I I covered and talked to and you know all these high school kids, and even then I knew we don't have anything in common musically. Mm-hmm. But I can talk to these high school kids the same way I can talk to people that are fifty. You know, right? I, I know how to have a conversation with somebody of a different generation. Um, I I guess when you really started to look at like uh, the Grammys, because mm-hmm. I do like award shows, but when when I realized I don't know any of the hip-hop music anymore. That, that was part of it, probably. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, even rock music, too. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think there's any real popular rock bands that have come out in the last five to ten years. Yeah. You know, it's it's like the, the rock bands sound like <laughs> pop bands, you know, so it's like music has just really changed. Yeah. It probably mostly centers around music, and then also the fact that athletes that I watched and I can remember – their rookie year, mm-hmm. or I remember LeBron in high school, um, mm-hmm. they're now retired, or they're now coaches and managers. Man. You know, like Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him beat Indiana in the NCAA tournament mm. in college, and now he's the head coach of the Nets. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like, and he played a long career. With, you know, it's just like, uh, it's like okay, I'm, stuff like that is starting to prove its age. Or when you just think of Think of how long twenty years ago was. Oh my gosh! So and we, and and that's half that's half of our lives. Man, we were having this conversation, me, Jeremy, and Kelsey, and we had the young guy with us was my nephew JJ, right? Yeah. Remember Jason Junior? He used to play for MacArthur. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So we in the car, he in the back seat sleep. I thought he was sleep, but then when we got home, I overheard him telling Malachi. He's like, man, you should have heard this old man conversation they was having. Because <laughs> he said they didn't even listen to no music on the ride now. You know, like, so we have a conversation about marriage and, yeah. you know, the transition of marriage and how marriage just gets better with time and things such as that. But he was telling Malachi, man, they was having an old man conversation. <laughs> I said, bro, I thought you was asleep. He said, I was trying to. Because <laughs> shut up. I thought we was having a good conversation, but he, I guess he thought it was an old man conversation. If that makes you old, then I've been old my whole life because I... I'm trying to think, like, even even when I would be, like, uh, 18, 19, we would go to, like, Stevie Decatur games out of town. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of road trips when you are 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had music playing, but we're talking, too. Yeah, you we're know. having conversation. Oh, there's something to talk about. There's somebody to talk about in school. There's uh, there's 
the girls, dudes, there's whatever. It these is. dudes ride with their music super loud, just listening to the music. I can't do that. If you, if you're in the car with me, we have to. End is this up. a generation of, of of people who can't have a conversation? We still definitely. talked on the phone. Yeah, they, they're not. Oh, people ain't. They're not talking, man. They they're texting each other at, on a dinner date. Sitting right yeah. next to each other, texting like, "Hey, baby, how's your food?" You know what I'm saying? Like, it's <laughs> I'm not gonna buy in that they're texting each other. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's different. Like, I, I, but I think it's hard for I think it's gonna be hard for kids to have a conversation. May, that might yeah. need to be something that makes its way into schools is public speaking, you know, or just mm-hmm. Toastmasters. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely important. But I was uh, we when before COVID, we would all. Uh, go out to eat as a family in Malachi, we'd always have Maya with us. Um, Tat's daughter-in-law, yeah. the girlfriend. Yeah. And so they would always, when they were at the table, they would just the head down looking at the cell phone. Mm-hmm. My wife and I, we playing with the kids. We're talking. Those two just, that's the young generation now. They just, I will say if you're with your family and you're a teenager, you don't want to be there. We were the same way. You, I mean, at that age, you want to be kicking it. You want to be with the ladies. You want to be whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our version of, but he was with his he was our, with his our, female. Our version of cell phones were, I don't know, a Game Boy or something, or, or, or the beginning of. Yeah. You got a point. Yeah, we yeah. did the same thing. Only, only you know, and then the version before that, when I was a kid, kid was going in the other room and watching TV. Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> can you imagine growing up in the seventies? How many of these people were stuck at dinner tables and nothing to go do, and they had to sit there and, and talk. But they did, yeah, they yeah. did talk. Yeah, so we like to talk, man. At the, we still eat at, at the dinner table with each other and yeah. just talk. Yeah, man. My wife won't have it no other way. Do you let her, other people talk there? <laughs> you don't talk too much on the show, but just in, in I guess in that old man conversation was pretty dominated by you in the car. When you back in the pulpit, by the way, have you been in there in the last few weeks? I was there Sunday. Oh, you were. Okay. I wasn't at Antioch. I was at United Met uh, United Methodist. I was at a Methodist church this weekend in Chicago. What are we? What are, oh, in Chicago. Yeah, man. What are these like guest preach appearances? Yeah, I do a lot of that. I do a lot of that. You know. I yeah. guess it's hard to fill that eight hour that eight hour schedule. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to find people to talk. <laughs> <laughs> it does blow my mind for eight years i went to church and the same guy spoke with the exception of two readings from the bible <laughs> oh it man was that's just the funny. priest man so i had some friends at antioch uh this sunday but i was out uh as a guest speaker somewhere else so you know i couldn't experience worship with them you know it's 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 always best not just best, but it, it always feels good when you have some friends with you, some new guests. Yeah. With you at church and you get to worship with them and, you know, it's kind of cool, but. Do you, uh, I don't know, shout people out, bash on people? Do you do anything when you see all people the, out? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Well, I don't want it to, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable, but yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you would come, I'd be like, oh, hey! Yeah. My wife friend! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's gonna know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Chubby came one day at, at uh, Antioch and he <laughs> he was there and I was like, "Hey, this is my only friend. I got a bald head. <laughs> it's right here." <laughs> you know, I do something like that from time to time. It, it, it just really depends on if the mood is right. No. And yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, I love I love worship, man. I love what I like the most. To be totally honest, man, it has nothing to do with me, really. It's just 
watch it and hear my wife sing. Like, yeah. My gosh, for some reason. A lot she, of people like hearing that. <laughs> yeah. She's good. Yeah, she is good. But she is like, I don't know. And when she in a moment of worship, man, she looks so great. What does she sing? Because I know you guys take turns going with the kids. Mm-hmm. Does she just, does she sing every time she's there? Yeah, she, when, she, yep. It's it's funny because we do take turns and the moments, the time she go, that's when she, she really got to sing a song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I know, uh. Every time I'd see her, I'm like, well, she's probably singing the anthem. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lock yeah. that in. Yeah, man. She's pretty good. Yeah. A lot better than you. A lot better than me. Bruh, have you heard me sing the anthem? No. You want to do it next? <laughs> <laughs> the floor is I'm, yours. I'm good, man. Yeah. Won't nobody give me opportunity to sing, though. You I, know? I bet over under four and a half words, Dom, would he get more or less words of the anthem completely wrong more or less than four and a half i was just thinking that even if we didn't make him sing it sing it and put the pressure on him because i swear there's so I'd many be... weird words in the anthem i feel like you'd botch a few. i swear i'll be playing some songs i'll hear him sing i'm like those aren't the right words <laughs> <laughs> i'll sing a lot of the Listen. wrong words because i'll start the wrong verse a lot of times especially when we don't know where it at where oh it he does sing. that a lot he'll start singing the yeah. chorus and yeah. it's not there not there not time not time hey I sing better words. Sometimes these, better words. These, these people who create these songs, man, the words don't, you know. He's going to be yeah. one of those yeah. people singing national anthem and just adds in a verse that's never been heard before. I would admit the anthem could probably be better since it was written in, what, the 1700s well, or something? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's like, excuse me, the Beatles. Yeah. I've got better words than you. <laughs> it's They say that's the hard, one of the hardest songs to sing. The anthem? Oh, my gosh, yes. And the only person that I've ever heard sing it. It depends it, on what kind of singer you are. Yeah. The person that I've heard sing the anthem that changed it up a little bit and it really sound good. Because everybody that tries to change it up, they sound, they mess it up. You shouldn't really change. Yeah. Change. Not the language, but the tone and the, the octave is Marvin Gaye. He did it, man. Oh, my gosh. He put some jazz behind yeah. that thing. Man, it really sound good. You know, no one sings it better than, than Whitney Houston and Elise Carson, but however. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I think, say, I think Whitney might be number one. Oh my gosh, she's so good. Alicia Keys sings it really well too. Does she? Maybe a few too many runs. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Don't need to do that many. Did Whitney it, man. just destructed it. My gosh, she's so good with it. <laughs> yeah. Quick question. How's your, um, um, Yellowstone coming? Oh, I'm done. Yeah. What? I got caught up last week. You yeah, you were here nothing. on the show with I us. thought I did. Didn't, did I, we ever talk about Oh, we didn't talk no, about it. You posted you on Twitter. Courtney's on Twitter. We were really busy last week with all those candidates. Right. So that's that's why I forgot to get to so it. So what's up? Talk to me a little bit. Are I, you upset? Are you sad? Are you like, I can't wait till the next season comes? What's going on? Uh, my tweet was, so I'm caught up on Yellowstone. And then it's just, I can't remember what gif I used, but it was just, I think it was a com- the completely shocked face guy from, oh, okay. uh, from The Wire. So I was like, wow. So... The phone call, I think, is is to fool us. You think the phone call is to fool us? Yes. I don't think he's behind it. Okay. okay. I think we'll find out. But, uh, I mean, fight fire with fire. They're going to come and get you. Yeah. But that was completely unexpected. How do you feel about the son now? How do you feel about Jamie? I, I think he's reacted in, a, in, a, in a, an explainable way, the way he's been treated. I think he's driven to act like this. Crapped on his whole life, mm-hmm. especially by his sister. But, but the biological coming back into the picture, motivating some stuff. You guys are just giving away spoilers right now. 
That's it. I just said he's crapped on his whole life. He said biological. You know, I, everybody doesn't know what that means. Though. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with it. You know, I I think it's all. I think it's would help um, drive him to a mm-hmm. a point. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily all him. Yeah, I think that makes sense. It's interesting. But it's, that's real, though. No matter what, yeah, I was going, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone because I'm going to give it away. Don't want to give too much away. Right. I've had a lot of people asking how to access this. And once once again, some people have access to a fire stick. I'm mm-hmm. not a fire stick expert, but mm-hmm. I think there's a Cinna something, Cinema something uh, app where you can find your way to it if you're, you've got a good fire stick. Um, I paid $10 for commercial free Peacock app. Yeah. And I still go back to Peacock app. There's a few pretty good things on there, but. But uh, but within one month, and that's where the first two seasons are. Season three, through my DirecTV account, we mm-hmm. have DirecTV, I download the Paramount app, but there are a couple two-minute commercial breaks in every episode. But it didn't bother me too much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a heavy show, so there's nothing wrong with watching a car commercial for 30 seconds. or so. You know, There's no four-minute breaks. They're all within two minutes. So that's where season three is. It's 29 total episodes. For some reason, one season was only nine. But then two episodes of ten, and I I think it's it might be my favorite show. That and Succession is really good. It's definitely a top three show that's currently running right now, mm-hmm. and it might already be one of my top five favorite shows I've watched. Of it's all a, time. I mean, it's Kevin Costner in a TV show. That is a major major celebrity it's in a in television show. It's yeah, so five. yeah, you just don't get it. You know, Nick got me to watch a Wire. That made my top five. I'll tell you, Shit's Creek though is really good. What is if it? You've seen that? It's Shit's Creek on S I T T. It's a comedy, but it's done now, right? I think they're done. It, it's done, but it was incredible. We binge watched. It's it more than a comedy. It's a comedy, but like towards the end, it kind of get like, a little serious. It like gets emo- it gets emotional, but they still have the comedic vibe to it, which is great. Okay. It's fantastic. It's like All right. One of the most popular shows right now because it this, just hit Netflix. Let's get back on time, come back, we can talk some more TV. We're, we're, we're just hanging. So going to get a quick break, and uh, we're going to give Courtney about 25 seconds here. If I, I'll jump on if I need to. Three-day weather forecast, going to break. We're going to make a Fox News break here. The Rev, Courtney Carson. Today, sunny with a high near 54. Tonight, clear with a low around 37. On Tuesday, sunny with a high near 66. And on Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 70. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, The Rev, Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive and remember to vote. Phone lines open, by the way. Phone lines open. Let's do it. Good neighbor giveaway. State Farm Insurance agents Rob Lippick, Allie Doolin, and Mike Mandrell. 875-1340. 875-1340. Win a $25 gift certificate somewhere in town. Right now. President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden making their way through key battleground states today and tomorrow, hoping to bolster their support among voters. President Trump with five rallies today, including a stop in North Carolina. So go out and vote. Unless you're going to vote for somebody other than me, in which case, sit it up. Former Vice President Biden meeting with supporters in Cleveland. We're done with the chaos. We're done with the tweets, the anger, the hate, the failure, the irresponsibility. We've got a whole lot of work to do. If I'm elected your president, I'm going to act, and I'm going to act on day one. More than 93 million Americans have already cast their ballots for tomorrow's election with absentee and mail-in ballots as well as early voting. President Trump and his re-election campaign are signaling they will pursue an aggressive legal strategy to try to prevent Pennsylvania from counting mailed ballots that are received in the three days after the election. America is listening to Fox News. Hi, I'm Charlie McGorry, and I'm running for state representative. 
I'm blessed to have been able to serve for 25 years on the Decatur Fire Department. I worked hard to make sure that our firefighter pensions were healthy. We have one of the most solvent and well-funded pension programs in the state. We worked hard to come up with solutions that protected our local heroes while being responsible to Decatur taxpayers. I'm running because our politicians in Springfield decided to combine our pensions with other irresponsibly underfunded pension funds. My representative, Sue Shear, didn't even have the courage to take a vote on this issue. Enough is enough. We need honest leaders in Springfield. We can't continue on this path any longer. We need someone who represents us, not a Michael Madigan rubber stamp. On November 3rd, vote for me, Charlie McGorry. I will stand up and tackle our toughest issues. I'll bring leadership for a change. Paid for by friends of Charlie McGorry. The holidays are officially here. We know you're worried about the turkey, the stuffing, and Black Friday deals, but don't forget, Christmas is coming too. Between family get-togethers, holiday shopping and gift wrapping, and all that baking, who has time to worry about finances? Instead, make more time for making memories. You don't want to miss out on snowball fights, tree decorating, and Santa letters. Let DECU help take the stress out of the holidays with a Christmas loan. Apply today at DECU.com slash Christmas. Federally insured by NCUA. This fall, our choice for Congress is clear. Lobbyist Betsy Londrigan is a Mike Madigan crony. In Springfield, Londrigan lined her pockets with Madigan's dirty insider deals. Then she took nearly 300 grand of Madigan's dirty money to buy a seat in Congress. Londrigan even took campaign cash from lobbyists under federal investigation for corruption and a rape cover-up. A Madigan machine politician... Betsy Londrigan would make Washington worse. There's a better choice. Our Congressman Rodney Davis is getting results for us. Rodney is taking on the big insurance companies to protect everyone with a pre-existing condition. And he's holding the big drug companies accountable to lower our prescription drug costs. And when the pandemic hit, Rodney secured lifeline loans for small businesses, helping to save over 2 million Illinois jobs. Rodney Davis is on our side. I'm Rodney Davis. I'm running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Rodney for Congress. Springfield politicians are at it again. Making big promises about their so-called fair tax amendment. But what are the facts? Their amendment just gives Springfield politicians new constitutional power to raise income taxes on all taxpayers. With no limits. No controls on their spending. No accountability. And no voter approval of the actual tax rates. So despite what Springfield politicians claim, nothing in their amendment says only the rich will pay higher taxes. Nothing protects lower and middle class families from higher taxes. And nothing protects retirement income from being taxed. The day after the election, Springfield politicians would have unlimited power to hike taxes on anyone. We just can't trust Springfield politicians on this. It's too important. Vote no on the politicians' tax hike amendment. Paid for by the Coalition to Stop the Proposed Tax Hike Amendment. This is the Eric Lee Show on WSLY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Thank you. 
It's the original. They did it way better. This is when it gets going. You got to turn it all down and stuff. You're not even trying because you like rascal flats. This guy knows how to sing the song because he wrote it. <laughs> Write your own damn songs, rascal flats. You got to admit, some covers are better. Yeah, if they're sang by good singers, that guy from Rascal Flats is awful unless he's in a yeah, studio. His voice don't sound the same. He got the, he, the Rascal Flats. It's Blast a rock singer. It's a rock the, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This isn't a falsetto singing garbage song. Yeah. I, did, I saw Rascal Flats in person. It's the worst concert I've ever gone to. That guy couldn't sing for his life. He's just the same problem as the lead singer of uh, Train. That guy's not that great live. I watch mm. him botch national anthems. Because it's a tough voice to, I'll, I'll give you, it's a tough voice to be consistent in. When it's, especially with, like if it's the original artist, one of his hits, it's yeah, hard to, yeah. yeah. Like, um, Casey and JoJo did a song that was written by, um, uh, Bobby Womack. Okay. And they actually did good. Okay. Because right? yeah. that, if you think you're lonely now, yeah. Wait until tonight. You're, yeah, they really did good. But mm. I wouldn't suggest anybody seeing somebody. <laughs> Somebody's hits. Man. Yeah, I just listened to California Love by the two country girls. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. Them in the back of a truck uh, with a banjo singing about being in Compton. Nah, I don't, yeah. it don't work. <laughs> it didn't work. That's just, that's I, just, I just trying to get hits. I was okay with it until they're like City of Compton with their little banjo. And I was like, no. <laughs> Maybe you not. You can't cover Pac. You can't cover Pac. He, he's saying about life experiences. Mm-hmm. You can't cover something that you didn't experience. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was interesting when I heard that country song. Well, that California love. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here with that. Yeah, that was. You could cover. There should be a time limit on, on covering songs. Like people that cover Sam Cooke now. R. Kelly covered a bunch of those songs. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick showed me. I found them. And I'll still listen to him. Feel a little bad about listening to R. Kelly. Not as bad as when I listen to MJ, but but I'm like, that sounds great. But Sam Cooke's been gone a long time. We haven't yeah. gotten a new version of those songs. But, but why do co- country job. artists like take the hits from this year? It's like, well, let's get in on this money steal grab. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, do I Swear and all the other. And, and it's never stars. Does Garth Brooks ever cover somebody else's song? Keith Urban. I don't necessarily like Keith Urban, but I'd say he's in that, that traditional 90s. George Strait. Maybe they covered older country artist songs mm-hmm. as a respect, but again, that's a I think in a timely fashion you can cover a song. Well, let's go let's go take all of the pop songs and cover them in country. And I don't even mean in a in a concert. Like if if you're at a concert with all of your fans and you just play, uh, you know, you, you have fun with uh, Salt and Pepper or something. Mm-hmm. You're just entertaining your fans right, there. Right, but right, people right. that are putting it out, recording it, trying to get paid on that's other people's different. songs. You drive me a little nuts with that. So um, Luther Vandross sings a song. Um, yeah, One Shining Moment. It's the greatest were... song, one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> the ball is tipped. There you are. It only makes a tournament. You, you just... can really sing, man. You just hit that note. Not if I had to really playing. sing it. Not if I had to really sing. But he sings that Um, uh, If This World Was Mine. Oh, yeah. He sings it so well that people don't know that that's a Marvin Gaye song. Oh, yeah. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. And they do an awesome job as well. But Luther Vandross sang the mess out of it. But those are like the only two covered. Again, those are probably what twenty years apart. You're right about so that. So you don't yeah, know. Definitely. You know. You might. You might not know a song do because it's, that's great. Yeah. There's a but, lot of songs that are are covers. I, I read a list that had like a list of like top songs that were actually covers, like from the 40s and the 50s, and yeah. then they're redone. It's mm-hmm. pretty pretty interesting actually.
Also, it takes five people to write a song now. The, oh, my god! The, the, the old days have changed. Yeah, it's different. But yeah. because of substance. Like, have you noticed love songs back in the day were really about love? Today, it's, a, it's all about sex, and it bothers me because I'm a love dude. You know, I love love. Uh, what is the what is the what's the last real love song we had? Shoot. <laughs> the one that uh, John Legend sang. Oh, well, John, I think that oh, was, he's me. such a soulful dude. That was love. Well, yeah, that, that, that was our first dance song. That was 2014 yeah. when that came out. So that's that's six years ago. Do we have anything more current? You know, probably everything he does. I mean, I'm sure there's yeah, songs that are out. He's a soulful but, guy. But like oh, major... a country song I just sang, I just heard the other day. It's called Happy Anywhere. It just came out like a, about a month ago. Who How does it good. go? I'm not singing it, Courtney. <laughs> uh, but it's, a, it's I, think, I think it's Blake Shelton. And Gwen Stefani. Oh, okay, yeah. So I've heard about that song. I don't think I've heard it. That one is yeah. about love. That I'll have to play it for you sometime. There's a gospel And I'm not song. surprised you just gave me a country song that sounded like it had substance, and it's from a guy who was popular in the 90s. There's a gospel singer, man. That, that, it comes on the radio all the time, and I think he's a country gospel guy. Is there country gospel? it got to be, right? Uh, but, go together, yeah. Yeah, but it's so good. I, I can't think of it. At least loves this song, man. And it's on the radio? On, on gospel stations? <laughs> no, I'm, it's I don't, on regular I'm not sure. radio. It's I'm on... not sure if it's a gospel station, but it's a gospel song. But it's really good. I just can't look at this really picture. What it is. I never got a look at the moon. Was on Saturday. It was a hunter's moon, is what they're calling it. This is New York City. This is the World Trade Center. Wow! Look at that moon. Isn't that crazy? It's like just the angle. Of this what picture. does that mean, though? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to do some the hunter's moon. That just that just sounds just extremely creepy. Hunter's moon is mentioned in several sources as the Anglo-Saxon name for the full moon of October, the month when the game is fattened and it's time to start preparing for the coming winter. Traditionally, this included hunting, slaughtering, and preserving meats for use in the coming winter months. So, so the the moon is only like this once a year. It's at the time traditionally known as time to get out and hunt. I guess that's why it's called a. But the harvest moon is the other name for it. We had a full moon on Halloween when we were falling back to clocks, and it's COVID time. It would have been like the greatest party day of the year. Right. Uh, Anthony, my friend that works at Curly, is like, this is going to be awful, but then COVID strikes. But it was yeah. like a blue moon, too. But that, that picture in New York City, which is unbelievably cool. The yeah, picture, it is cool. It's like red. I don't – you ever just – you ever are you ever just driving? You're like, why is the moon so big? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I'm yeah. – I, I would have been fascinated by it. There's a, there's a, in one of my previous lives, I think I was into astronomy. <laughs> so, what, what, what's your take on individuals being a little, a tad bit uh, afraid of the election and how it turns out? Individuals are, some people are boarding up in, uh, in Atlanta, boarding up uh, their business places because of they, they, people are because of like of, rioting linked to who right, wins, linked to who wins. Well, that just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense if it happens. Right. But I hadn't heard that that was a fear. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I have no idea what to think. Mm -hmm. If if as a country we vote the president in, then majority rules, right? Even though mm -hmm. majority doesn't rule necessarily of popular vote versus the electoral college. Mm -hmm. But... This is the time that everybody tells you why the Electoral College is so important, and there's a lot of stories on that, and I've read them, and I'm, I still understand why it was created, but I'm still like, 
for this one, this is the one seat that it's like, well, it matters if you're American, your vote matters. Eh, unless you live in one of these 31 states, your vote doesn't matter because your state's always going to vote this direction. Mm-hmm. If you're a Democrat in Texas, you might as well never bother voting. If you're a Republican in Illinois, you might, why even bother voting in New York? In New York, well, you know, your, your vote matters except unless you live in uh, California. Doesn't mean anything for president because we're always. It's never going to be a battleground state. I, I guess unless somebody of the opposite party becomes popular enough to run for president, could they then at least win their own state? Most presidential candidates are expected to win their own state or mm-hmm. to have any chance of winning. You should win your own state. Have we ever had that? We ever had it? Yes, we haven't. There hasn't been like a Democratic president from Texas or at least a traditional state, not a battleground state. Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch tomorrow? Yeah, I'm watching. The, the only thing that is knocking some of my passion, I love. I usually love this, watching the, the numbers come in and watching the scoreboard go up. It's like sports to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're going to possibly not have an answer, which there's been multiple times we haven't technically had an answer anyway, but I find it really interesting that, that – that Trump has pushed for an answer tomorrow night. Mm. You know, wouldn't you rather it all be right? <laughs> Don't you think if, you know, I and, 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 and I think, I think, I think more so if, if there's one voter that's more afraid to tell people who they're going to vote for, I think it is a Trump voters. I think they call that the secret vote, that they're secret Trump fans and they don't necessarily want to tell people because they don't want to get yelled at. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably more inclined to happen. For a Trump supporter now, around if you were around a bunch of Democratic voters, it might happen the other way too, but I don't know. So, but wouldn't wouldn't a lot of secret voters vote by mailing it in? I sure. I, I mean, I sure. You know what I mean? So. I, I just so that's why I don't understand why. Why is it a political thing on on being hurrying hurrying up or get? I don't know. I don't understand why we can't get it. Seventy one million have already voted. We've already tallied seventy one million, the most ever. So why can't we get these counted tomorrow? And I guess it's all because of. As long as your ta- as long as your vote is postmarked by tomorrow, I think your vote counts. Unless it's today, I don't have this committed to memory. That's all available at Nowdicator dot com. All the voting rules, mm-hmm. and also how to vote and where to vote and uh, all that. Have you voted yet? I I, um, I advocate for early voting. I like to do the traditional thing. I like to going, do the traditional. Yeah, thing. yeah, I like to do that whole. No I, I advocate for it if you're ready. Yeah, if you're ready. But and, but I wanted to listen to our candidates last right, week. Most definitely. Yeah. I've never voted early. Advocate for it, but however, I do the whole. Yeah, as long take, as you can go vote, go vote. I take my kid. Honestly, man, before I mean, quite naturally, we don't have you know school in, but I yeah. take I take my kids out of school to watch me vote. It was that important. That's good. To me, you know, so we 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 vote as a family and yeah. make, we make it a thing thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it should be. Yeah. And to you know, because every it's good to teach it as, as, as long yeah. as you're teaching, get educated on who to vote for too. Yeah, for sure, definitely. The yeah. amount of the amount of people, and I've heard people say this. That they that they they find out, or they just won't believe that this person, this popular name that they voted for for whatever mm-hmm. council, state rep, whatever it is, somebody that you know you get a long run, and, and they just don't believe. They get in a conversation, and it's like you know that person is responsible for this, mm-hmm. and I've heard this conversation. I'm not initiating these conversations. Yeah, but it's like yeah, that's the person you've been voting for forever, just because it's the most com- it's that common name that that you get that you get rolling. And by no means am I saying. Don't vote people in that have been in. This isn't like some way to get you to, to say don't don't vote for Sue Shear or Ronnie Davis because they've been holding the seat or Dick Dermott. You know, I think it's hard to be the incumbent in some seats. Some of them, it's you know, when you get comfortable, it's good. 
yeah. get educated on it. And one way to get educated on it is go back through the Buyers and Company interviews and go through our Eric Lee Show interviews and hear what, what we had to, yeah, to say with, with all of them. You'll probably get more, if you like the hard-hitting politics, go listen to the Buyers interviews. And mm-hmm. if you just want to get a feel for what kind of person they are, that's probably what we tried to provide yeah. with a couple questions here and there that we at least pushed them on. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Courtney with Roddy Davis is like, uh, two questions. Uh, first of all, <laughs> politics, politics, politics. <laughs> Number two, what's your favorite candy? <laughs> <laughs> Hands oh, down, the, mo- the moment of the election season for this show was uh, Dom putting Betsy Londrigan on hold. And then <laughs> Betsy Londrigan is a liar. Like coming on the air immediately because oh, we man. can't control when the commercials play. It's I like. Was- <laughs> I wish people could have saw the re- our reaction. Like, what? Courtney about fell out of the chair. Like, got, it felt horrible. Yeah, it's, it felt uh, but then again, she's heard it, and yeah. he's heard the ones about him. It just didn't work out that way. But That's you, why I played some Sweet Caroline for her, trying to get her in a, in a happy mood. Caroline. Oh. The next uh, Friday, the Rodney ad played before Charlie, and the Charlie ad played before Rodney. But that's they don't they're not running against each other. That was just uh, a circumstance. But yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, thanks for uh, coming on the show. We want to talk politics. We're going to put you on hold here, and uh, then you're going to be able to join, be joined by Betsy Lonergan is a war. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the worst human being. I was hey, so close, too, to having it right before it went. I just didn't have that it. That was time. different. Has this been the most negative political season that you've ever We've experienced? had some pretty negative ones. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, even Trump and Biden haven't. They were They were clowns for the first debate. Mm-hmm. But I would I, I don't think they've gone as hard at each other. Trump says Trump's a New Yorker. He's a jerk. You know, that's just that's just what a New Yorker does. <laughs> he he, get, he gets the little slides in on Biden mm-hmm. and, and, and makes fun of him. But it hasn't been as hard back and forth as I thought it could have been. I thought it could have mm-hmm. got a lot dirtier. I think it's more the supporters who go too far. Oh, what I've this has been this is the worst I think this, I've ever seen this country as far as yeah. divided by political party man. Almost that is the biggest. Is. That's yeah. the m- number one thing I want to end is but, the political. But divide. there is always at least one state or county race that I think gets kind of the way Davis and Londrigan got, mm-hmm. and 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 you, you you both end up looking bad. Yeah, it's it's the first, and and you understand why it happens. Person A challenges person B. Calls him a calls him out for something. Person B comes back and says you're lying. Person A says person B's lying. Now we just go back and forth on you were lying about this, but you're lying about saying we're lying about this. Right, you know, it's like right, right. you're not helping anything. No one's talking about what's actually happening. Yeah, you know what I'm thankful people. for. I am extremely thankful for um, Reader and Wagner. Reader and Wagner that this isn't a Trump versus Obama situation, man. Um, we almost got that. I'm so happy that's not happening. We're right so now. divided politically and racially. Oh, my God. Or if this would have been Kamala, who oh, would have won the Democratic yes, ticket. Right. It would have doubled down on the racial yes, challenges. Right. And, you know, pe- people, the first things that jump in their mind when they're trying to really hurt somebody, mm-hmm. the, the the things they would say in a, in a mm-hmm. racial political race would be a lot different than the things they would say in a political political race. Right. So they're calling Biden old and corny but or whatever it, it, that's a lot easier than what could be being said about an obama or mm-hmm. a kamala and uh, sure uh yeah i mean she is in the vice president role mm-hmm. you know but that's different because it's not trump against yeah 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 i've heard anybody say much bad about her i haven't either that that's yeah. shocking really nobody says much bad about pence they don't agree with with certain things 
and I don't agree with everything that Pence believes in either, you know, because I support gay marriage and things like that. But um, they just kind of, you know, like even late night talk shows, they just make fun of him for being super indebted to his wife or super connected to his wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. They make fun of him for being a boring, I guess. But <laughs> you need a boring guy to be next to New York celebrity Donald Trump as president. So. For sure. Who was the quick question before? Boy, it's dark already. This sucks. Yeah, it's happening, right? Um, <laughs> today I was fighting a gopher. Not a gopher, but what is a groundhog? What's the gray? The big gray, big rat looking thing, man. Big and gray? Big and gray. only thing I can think of is like a possum or something. Not like a that. possum. Gray. I know exactly what that is. But it's either a groundhog. Or it, it could be a groundhog. Gopher, I, I don't know. Groundhog. I feel like they're usually brown, though. The brown, this not a brown. raccoon, obviously. They're not gray. a raccoon, but it's a, it was a gray little thing that like he tried to make a home under. My little shed. or big? We talking big, like the size of a cat, or? like the length of a cat. That could be a gopher, but I, I, they're traditionally brown. I don't know. It was like a grayish color, man. Like maybe it was a. I sprayed that thing with the water hose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to get him out of my. Sh- he was trying to make a home under the sh- under the shed. Maybe it was a gremlin. There you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a break. We got Kimber Haney waiting, too. So. Oh, yeah. Last break of the day, last peak of the three-day weather forecast from the Rev. Courtney Carson. Kevin Berhaney next. Today, we have we see a lot of winds with a high near 54. Tonight, clear with a low around 37. Tuesday, sunny with a high near 66. And on a Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 70. This is your WSOY three-day forecast with your boy, the Rev. Courtney Carson. Stay blessed and productive. Keep hope alive. And please remember to vote. Springfield politicians are at it again. Making big promises about their so-called fair tax amendment. But what are the facts? Their amendment just gives Springfield politicians new constitutional power to raise income taxes on all taxpayers. With no limits. No controls on their spending. No accountability. And no voter approval of the actual tax rates. So despite what Springfield politicians claim, nothing in their amendment says only the rich will pay higher taxes. Nothing protects lower and middle class families from higher taxes. And nothing protects retirement income from being taxed. The day after the election, Springfield politicians would have unlimited power to hike taxes on anyone. We just can't trust Springfield politicians on this. It's too important. Vote no on the politicians' tax hike amendment. Paid for by the Coalition to Stop the Proposed Tax Hike Amendment. During the midst of this health care crisis, you can continue to count on the trusted staff at Dale's Southlake and Coley's Drug Stores to continue to bring you fast, friendly, and reliable pharmacy services. We encourage customers to utilize our home delivery service, curbside delivery, or our drive through window. Don't forget to download our free Coley's Drugs app to submit refills for your medication anytime. Our friendly staff can help you pick out Fannie Mae candy, cards, puzzles, or other over-the-counter items. Call us today at 429-5165 for all your pharmacy needs. We're friends helping friends. 422-2400 is still a phone number you need to save just in case. At 422-2400, Bory Law Offices has over 35 years of helping a Decatur community in need of bankruptcy, divorce, and family law. At 422-2400, Andrew Bory is that friendly voice in a time of need, also with estate planning, preparing a will, and plenty more. So whenever you need them, call Bory Law Offices at 422-2400 at 225 South Main Street in downtown Decatur. 
This is the Eric Lee Show on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Nope, nope, not at all. Get this off here. Good grief. Got a note for Cordy here from Scott Harrelson. Fade this out. <laughs> what, the, what does the note say? <laughs> Guaranteed groundhog that get as big as medium dogs, ammonia and garlic. Ammonia and garlic. Yeah, go, okay. Yeah. Okay. Amo- ammonia and garlic. I don't know technically what ammonia. Like, do you get tablets of that? Is it like a spray? Yeah, you I don't can, know. Yep, you can buy that. But stuff. you can definitely buy garlic. For sure. That's what. That's exactly what I'll put under there. There you go. We go to the Kansas City Barbecue Pit Hotlines. We get a chance to talk to our uh, our friend Kevin Berhaney. What's up, Kevin? Kevin. Hey, um, I got to ask you, Courtney, was that uh, Effingham music? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were playing the song they were playing. That, was, that sound like it. <laughs> you had me. You had me laughing out loud when you said. You were afraid to go into Effingham. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. <laughs> oh, you know, man. There are, there are downsides of being Irish, but I've never had to worry about that in Effingham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was different. Oh. It was different. I get, may, maybe maybe uh, south side of Chicago, you, you, we'd understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'll tell you what. Those days, are, I think, are long gone in Effingham. Yeah. But... um. Man, oh man, the way you just brought that up and, and said you're looking for a white guy to go with, with you. I just laughed out loud in my car. I must have looked like a nut. We joke about it, but it is really unfortunate that is in your head because that is a part of life sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, when, when you know that you know, everybody doesn't look like you. But uh, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think you were safe in Effingham. Yeah. And you got a pool table out of it. Yeah. No, look at that. From a cool guy. <laughs> he was a cool guy. Uh, Kevin, Soy City Buzz, it's first mid-Monday. Are, are, are you returning next week? I am. I uh, took two weeks off to get over COVID, and thanks to uh, <clears throat> John West, who's pinched hit both um, both weeks, but he got he got some help tonight from Michael, my son. Great, yeah. And, and uh, Tom can tell you she was the engineer, but Michael tells me it was a great show. Tom, pardon me, Tom McNamara, he's off on the whole ISHA uh, dilemma. Yeah. And and uh, then Steve Fisher from Air King, uh, he's been a good customer of First Mid Insurance Group for years. You know, winter's upon us, and it's time to find out what you got to do to get your house ready. Yeah. Air King, mm-hmm. Air King is the place uh, to go and get and get that help. Mm. And so Steve's going to be on and talk about all the things to get your house ready for winter. And then Chris brought Nikki from uh, the Civic Center. You know, they're going to, I think they're going to still try to have ice skating and hockey, but there are lots of rules. Mm. He's going to be on from the Civic Center to talk about that. And then Marinda Rothrock from the Decatur Chamber of Commerce. Gotcha. She's really, really supporting the fact that people need to vote no for the uh, special amendment. Uh, against uh, the fair tax, because uh, it's it's not just a tax on billionaires and millionaires. It's a tax on all businesses 
and it eventually will get down to everybody. Gotcha. You uh, you feeling better? I am, Eric. I, I'm feeling so much better. I'm actually calling you from my office. Oh, okay. First time I've been here in two weeks, but I I don't I don't want anybody to disregard the importance of 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 um, avoiding this COVID. Uh, virus. It is. It's- You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.